Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. This is a special edition, folks, not only because of our guest and the and the great work that she and her colleagues do at Path to Shine, but we're celebrating episode number 600 of North Fulton Business Radio. We're excited about not just this episode, but the support you've given us over the years that has enabled us to get to this point. So thank you, listeners. We appreciate you. We appreciate uh, how you support the North Fulton Business Radio X operation. We're grateful. Thank you. Happy 600 to all of us. And uh, as usual, we're inside Renaissance Bank in Alpharetta. And if folks, if you are looking for a better banking experience for your business, I don't know of a bank that I would recommend more than Renaissance Bank. And I feel that way because not only have I used their services, but what I have found is they're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way. So if that's what you're looking for in a bank, go to renaissancebank.com, find one of their local offices, and give them a call. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Marie Davis. Marie is the executive director of Path to Shine. Marie, welcome. Thank you, John. I gave it away uh, at at the top about the great work you're doing. So let everyone know about Path to Shine and uh, what that great work is all about. I will, and we're honored to be here on your 600th episode. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. It's also a great time to be here because January is National Mentoring Month. Ah. So um, St. Benedict's Episcopal started Path to Shine 12 years ago Mm. as a mission, and it has grown and morphed into now standalone 501c3 with 13 locations across Georgia. Mm-hmm. We specialize in working with children fifth grade and under, especially on reading, but all kinds of homework, working with them one-on-one or as a group, teaching them life skills, teaching them about the world and helping them make better citizens and better people. Mm. Talk about the profile of the children you work with. Well, many of our programs serve first Title I schools. Mm-hmm. Because and a you, Title I school for those that don't know is what it's underserved, underprivileged children mm-hmm. typically. Right, but we strive to serve all children. Mm-hmm. There, we don't turn anybody away. We just focus on the ones who might need us the most, and that could be reading skills, they're grieving, uh, they're parentless, somebody's in jail. We don't really know because we look to the counselors at schools typically to refer the kids that need us the most. So you're working with uh, the those children who have some of the biggest uh, personal and educational needs in the schools that have the biggest needs to begin with, right? That's where we started. And it's an easy problem to work with because over 70% of the children last year in fourth and eighth grade tested below proficient in their grade. Mm. So we know we're serving the children that need to be helped the most. Now we're, you, you, you've got locations across the state of Georgia. 
we're here in North Fulton, and I'm sure a lot of folks might be listening to this and think, how many children in North Fulton really meet that definition? They may think they're not any, right? Um, because this is a fairly prosperous area. But, but now, you've got a location in here in Roswell. We do, in St. David's Episcopal, and this year it has really taken off. It's exploded. We have, I believe, 18 children and 16 mentors. Wow. And that's, that's a lot of kids where we try to keep it under 20 because it's uh, when you're giving children very intense attention – you know, you you can't really spread it out too far. Mm-hmm. So it's a very successful program, and we're happy to be there. We typically have at least one in the county where we are, but we can have a path to shine anywhere. Mm-hmm. We have one in Columbus, as far away as Columbus, and as far north as Canton. And I guess the point of it is there are always, even in seemingly the most um, – well-to-do areas, there are always children that need help, that need the mentorship opportunities that Path to Shine offers. There will always be children that need us. And Mm -hmm. you might think, well, oh, this child's family could afford to tutor, but maybe mom and dad are not home. Mm -hmm. Maybe they've lost mom and dad. Mm -hmm. And we might not have that information, but once we get to know the child, they'll They'll tell their mentor what they need. Sure. And if you're grieving, if you've undergone some trauma, you can't do math. You can't do reading. You're not going to learn because you're suffering. And that's where the mentoring piece is so important, that one-on-one attention. So I'm going to shift gears just a second here, Marie, and let's talk about your background uh, and really what, what your journey has been and why Path to Shine fits your past and your experience so well? Well, I grew up in Fulton County. Okay. I'm a Georgia girl, but there was a period in my life where I moved to Florida and I worked for something called Children's Home Society of Florida. Mm-hmm. It's been around over a hundred years. And in that program, I was what you called a targeted case manager. And I worked with the dependency courts, children, those children who were in danger of being taken away from their family, or they'd already been taken away. So the goal was either to help the kids move on or reunite them with the family. And at that time, I lived in Panama City on the beach. It was really tough. And um, we had a group home Mm. for teenage girls. That was tough, too. Right. And I was their liaison between their parents in the court. They lived in a group home. And while I was there... We set up a mentor program. I did not specifically do it, and it wasn't called that, but that's what happened. Mm -hmm. And that's where I really saw what the power of having someone in your life can do. Mm -hmm. When you might have a mental health counselor, and you might have a caseworker, but when you have a caring adult who could sit down with you and just get to know you, it changes your life. Yeah. So when I moved back to Georgia happily, I said, I am never going to be in the nonprofit world again. Well, that didn't happen. I moved to Gainesville to be on the lake. And where did I go but to work for a nonprofit called Centerpoint, very involved with the school system. And the director said, you know, first thing I want you to help me do is find a director of mentoring. And I'm like, okay, I think you just found her. (laughs) So I recruited and placed mentors in all of Gainesville City and Hall County Schools, which was 40-something schools. 
And I did that for six years. So during that time, I learned a lot about mentor programs and what they can do for people and set up all different kinds of programs. So when I decided, got missing my Atlanta and moved back this direction, I saw Pat to shine and they were looking for someone. And I said, you know, I think I, I can, I can help you guys. And I would really love honored to do it. So that's how it happened. Yeah. And so, well, first of all, thank you. Thank you for giving the way you give in your life. And that that's just awesome work. I guess what uh, I'm sure a lot of people would want to know is um, what lights up your fire about mentorship i mean just you personally i mean oh, I, know, wow. I, I know about the outcomes and and we'll talk more about that but what 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 is it that really has drawn that to you in your life well one of my big things that i love is having gone to the the relationship with the national mentor program mm-hmm. and now georgia is an affiliate and some of the statistics and stories that come out of there are really unbelievable I have my own, of course, and Pat DeShine has 12 years of stories. But I can tell you that that National Mentor Program is funded by the Office of Juvenile Justice. Why? Because they know if mentor programs are successful and you get children before they turn 18, they're not going to see them in the prison system. So actually, through Congress, Office of Juvenile Justice funnels down, I believe it's $150 million this year, to create and help mentor programs work with children so that they'll be better adults. Some of the statistics are just mind-boggling, such as 46% of the children who have had a mentor are less likely to use drugs and 27% less likely to even start drinking. That's a staggering statistic in itself. But also... Children who are mentored are 130% more likely to hold a leadership role, whether it's school or business. You know why? Because mentoring someone has sat with them and made them feel that they are important. Mm. It doesn't matter what they've done, who they are. They build that self-esteem. And I recruited many mentors, and some people will say, oh, I don't have anything to give. I was a bad boy. I said, good. Tell them you were a bad boy and why they don't want to be a bad boy or girl. Mm. Everybody's got something to give. So that lights up my fire. Marie Davis is with us, folks. She is the executive director of Path to Shine. Uh, so, Marie, let's talk about how the the program works you know, day-to-day, week-to-week. So it's after-school mentoring. Kids come in. What happens? Okay, so the former model was always to have it in a church Mm -hmm. because it started in the Episcopal Church. Mm -hmm. But now we have several who are in community centers, in other churches. We have several in Cobb County that have moved into the school system because Mm -hmm. it just works better. St. David's is a fabulous example though because here in roswell here in roswell Mm -hmm. and because the school is butts up to the church so the mentors literally walk over and pick up the children they meet on wednesdays right bring them over to the church play with them feed them keep them for two and a half hours yeah and work with them so each program meets once a week we have programs that meet every day except friday and saturday we even have one that meets on sunday 
St. David's is so big, we may have to go to two days a week. They've tried that before, but now it's going so well. They are just expanding and helping more children. And the word has gotten out about the changes in these children's lives. So the referrals are coming in. That's awesome. It is awesome. So the model is once a week, Mm -hmm. two to two and a half hours. We have one program that only meets an hour, and that's because the school closes down. That's a a program in Norcross. Mm -hmm. And so we only have an hour with them. So they don't go to the playground or do crafts. They try. They do what they can. But the emphasis is reading and spending time with each child. Uh, you know, I'm I'm glad we led this conversation with some of the results of mentoring because I can imagine some uh, listeners might be thinking, well, the, an hour or two a week, I mean, how, how does that make a change in a children's life, right? Uh, a child's life, I should say. But Well, I can tell you. It it doesn't take much, right, to move the needle. That's right. And I can tell you that those kids are looking forward to seeing their mentor, to feeling that love and that caring. Mm. And we have mentors who just live to go back to see those kids. Most of them do. You fall in love with a kid. And I can hear people saying, oh, really? I'm a teacher. I spent years with kids. But you know who makes really great mentors? Retired teachers. Mm -hmm. Because they miss that relationship with those kids. Sure. And it makes kids, um, because a lot of the programs that I was used to doing, the mentors would see the children during school hours. Those kids would not miss the day they knew that mentor was coming. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that mentoring does. It encourages kids to go to school. It encourages them to do well. They don't want to disappoint those mentors. They want to learn to read. They want to do their homework. They want to get stars. It makes them feel better about going to school and what school can do for them. Yeah. Yeah. Part of our training that I have thrown in there are goal charts. And that might sound, oh my goodness, that's, and I always tell the mentors, you know, I don't care if you write this down, but mentally set goals with these kids. Mm-hmm. You know, Susie, I just know that you're late for school every day. Let's, let's talk about how we can get you to school every day, which might be a bad example because it's not necessarily the child's fault if they're late for school. But you get the idea. That's what a mentor can do is give a child a goal. You know, I know you're working hard on those ABCs, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. Mentors help kids reach their goals. Wow. Um, That's, and it's great to hear about, I mean, you know, it's, it's great that you're all over Georgia and you've got all these locations. Um, Certainly it's also great for, I think for those listeners that are here in the North Fulton area to hear about, um, how they can plug in in North Fulton. We'll get to that more in a second, uh, folks, if you're interested in doing that. But um, you said it's more than just reading. So it's math. I assume it's whatever that uh, a particular child has an academic problem with. Um, you know, maybe it's more math. Maybe they're having problems more with math than reading, right? And that's true. And so we encourage the mentors. They don't have to know everything about math. This is another thing that really brings in the self-esteem, maybe the child has, let's just say, sometimes we have a program that is full of fifth graders. Well, they can help the kindergarten and first graders. What does that do? We call it peer mentorship. What does that do for that fifth grader to say, they asked me to help that child with their homework? Or maybe they can help uh, let's say, you know, and I don't want to say retired people because older people sometimes are more savvy with Googling than you know, 
younger people, but they can always help that older person or let's say not savvy person find it, find Mm -hmm. out how to do that or give them an assignment. When you come back next week, would you help me help my mentee? Right. So there's just, you don't have to be smarter than a fifth grader. You can just get in front of them. There's just lots of ways. And then sometimes they can establish a relationship with the teacher, which they can't do without parental permission. Um, But sometimes that does happen. And Uh the Roswell program has been doing this so long and so well that the teachers know them. They probably can just call the teacher and say, how can I help this child with Mm -hmm. this program, with this problem? Yeah, sure. So um, you mentioned uh, qualifications. Let's talk about that. So what do you have to do to become a mentor? You have to spend two hours with me. And I have reduced the training time. It was excellent training, but it was a long day for Mm -hmm. people. So the national standards is two hours. We have gotten that down to two hours. Mm -hmm. So that's about what the training is. We go through a lot of things about what you would actually be doing. We give you tools on teaching a kid to read. We give you tools on the math. We give you a huge book that you can look up anything. But our time is spent talking about the results you're going to have with that child, those statistics, showing you examples of you're not just walking in there and teaching them their ABCs, you are changing their life. Mm -hmm. And people understand that once they do that, once they get in the door, the training almost goes out the window because then they get it. But we always cover mandated reporter training, which for those of you who would have no reason to know what that is, that is reporting abuse and neglect. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's very important because these children will tell their mentors things that they might not tell someone else. And it's important not to go running and report something if it's not abuse or neglect. So we spend a lot of time talking about what is and what isn't. And Georgia has very strict laws. If you are working in Pat to Shine, you don't have to pick up the phone, but you have to call me and tell me that you suspect abuse or neglect or mm-hmm. the affiliate director, and then they handle it. Right. And it's a 24-hour notice. And why am I harping on that? Because, again, these children get so close to their mentors. If they disclose something and you're worried about that kid, Georgia law and pretty much every state has that law. We report it within 24 hours. So if there is help needed, the kids can get the help. And that's meant for the protection of the child. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And, um, and, and that's why that training is, that mentor training is so important. It's very, about. very important. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't ask you to do a lot of jumping up and down and hopping around or learning the hokey pokey. We really don't want to waste your time. We want you to come and do this and have fun. Yeah. Um, you talked about character development and development of other skills that go beyond the academic. Talk about that. Dive into that a little more. Okay. One of the tools that I make sure we give the mentors is something called the 40 Developmental Assets. And it's created by something called the Search Institute. And if you have an interest, they have a lot of lot of wonderful things. But it's it's a well-known set of 40 developmental assets. And think of it as 40 little sermons that you could do with, you could do it with anybody, adults. I mean, mm-hmm. you everybody needs these characteristics, like doing your homework, reading for pleasure, which is one thing we really stress at Path to Shine. Responsibility, honesty, you get it. Mm-hmm. Getting involved in school, getting involved in your community, 
being a good citizen. These 40 developmental assets give the mentors something that they can do with their child. Pat Deshaun doesn't have that problem because we have a five-year curriculum. There is always something to do. You always have a book to read. You always have a project to do. We're not dogmatic about that. If you if it doesn't fit your group, you do something else. But they don't have to search around for something to do. But let's just say you're having trouble with Johnny, and you don't know what to talk to Johnny with. You can always go to that set of asset developments and say, Johnny, today we're going to talk about integrity. Mm. Today we're going to talk about peaceful conflict resolution. Mm-hmm. I worked with a little boy that was in trouble. I love this story. He was eight years old, and typically we put same sex together. That's really the rule, but they didn't have any mentors in the school system. So I worked with this little boy, and he was in trouble every day for fighting. And so I started with that goal chart we're talking about, you know. And if I'd sat down with this eight year old and said, Today we're going to talk about peaceful conflict resolution, he would have turned me off so fast it wouldn't be funny. So what I did was I got that goal chart out in my mind, and I said, What do you want to be when you grow up? Said, I want to play football. I said, okay, let's talk about what happens. You're playing football now. And he hung his head and he said, no. And I said, why? And he said, well, I fight and then the coach won't let me play. Oh. <laughs> I said, all oh, right, boy. let's talk about it. Yeah. Let me tell you what happened with that little boy. I made a team with the vice principal, a man, the principal who's a woman, and they moved him out of his classroom which is very unusual. You know, they done, this, was, this was not here. Mm-hmm. So he went from fighting every single day. He went a whole month without fighting mm. at the end of the year. So I worked with him from October to May. The next year, I turned him over to a fireman, which was just beautiful because the fireman couldn't come to the school without the fire truck, and it had to be <laughs> two of them. That's awesome. And by the end of the year, he had not hit anybody the entire year. Don't know what happened after that. He's in high school now or maybe past, but Uh that's the power of showing a kid another way. Right. Right. And he didn't have an academic problem. He was a smart little boy, Uh but he had a behavior problem. Yeah. And he kept getting kicked out of the classroom and being suspended. So it wasn't going to be long before he did have an academic problem. Yeah. You know, that's I love what you're saying in in the sense that sometimes all kids need are just showing them alternatives, right? Right. There's a different way you can do this. Yes. Yeah. Telling them what they can be when they grow up. Right. Right. Great work, folks. From uh, Path to Shine's executive director, Marie Davis. Um, so, Marie, let's uh, let's talk about the the business side of this. Uh, you know, one of the things I've want to point out is particularly for our business listeners out there that think in terms of numbers i mean there's a certainly at its core there's a intense human element to what you do but there's also a return on investment here um that if you invest early in these children it really pays dividends later down the road for the community and for the society Absolutely. That's why Office of Juvenile Justice says we want mentor programs to succeed and we want to start now. Mm -hmm. So I love workforce development. I know that businesses are looking for people and good people. They want to retain them. They want to recruit them. Let me tell you, this is a great way to start. And as you well know, most businesses are mentoring their good employees, whether they know it or not. Mm -hmm. They should also be mentoring their employees who might not make it 
because it will make a difference. Mm. So I would say to the business community, we're working real hard so that you will have even better employees. And we're all over Georgia. We hope to be in 100 million more places. Mm-hmm. It's a great program. We can do it. But we're not just doing it just to teach a child to read. We want better citizens, better workers, better business people. Mm. Yeah. So businesses that and business owners um, that have heard what you've had to say and they're thinking, I'd like to get involved. How can I get involved? How would you answer that question? Well, um, I know that many business owners can't take the time, but some of them can. Mm-hmm. And you might have an employee that could say, okay, I'm going to send you, you got to use your lunch hour and take an extra hour one day a week and go change a child's life. And it's only while school's in session. So we're talking about nine months. Remember, you know, there's Christmas break and winter break and spring break. So you're not really talking about that many weeks. And so they might have an employee that can do it. Mm -hmm. Or perhaps they just say, we're going to adopt a Path to Shine program. We're going to pay for that program. Or we're going to give you one person. Or we're going to pay for the books for that program. We give the kids three books twice a year mm-hmm. to take home that are theirs. Mm. So there's lots of way to help. Or maybe say, you, John Ray, you're in trouble now. You're going to have to do this. Come and talk about what it's like to, that, how you build your business, what you do every day. Mm. Talk one time, we tape it, and we send it out to all the programs. So it's not just you can go to St. David's and record it, and then all 13 programs get to hear about what you do. Mm. And we have a lot of people who come in. I met a wonderful lady this week, and she came from Brazil. I could say her name. She started her own cleaning company. Well, she speaks Portuguese, Spanish, and English. And she's going to come and talk to the kids about why she, that was her goal, was to learn to speak English and Spanish, because Portuguese, of course, is really different. Mm -hmm. She wanted to get here and start a business. She said, oh, and I'd also like to talk the kids about how important it is to organize your room and your school books. Mm. I'm like, wow, what a great idea. So that's her thing is organization. Oh. So you might think, oh, well, I just, uh, I, you know, I run a, a tractor comp supply or whatever you do. You can teach those kids a lot about something that they might want to do when they grow up. Yeah, the whole back to what we were talking about about just showing what the possibilities are, right? Showing the alternatives they might uh, need to know about. I walked into one of our programs last year, still getting to know everybody, and the 4-H people were there. Mm-hmm. And when she walked in, these kids were really rowdy that day. Don't ask me why they'd had too much sugar. I don't know. <laughs> she walked in with yoga mats, and those kids laid down and were completely quiet. They had a ball. So I'm telling you, no matter what you do, I'm going to pull it out of you and bring you and say, come on, help us out. You might can only come one time, but we can use you. Yeah. That's terrific. Um, I've got a thought about how we can do that with, with business radio X, but I'll come back to you on that. Um, so, uh, cause we travel. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. Yeah. So, um, uh, I'm sure that you want people to get involved with their hands and feet, but you're also not opposed to 
taking financial contributions as well, oh. getting sponsorships, right? <laughs> you know, nonprofits are always looking for money, but we want you to get your bang for your dollar. Yeah. Uh, we have um, strictly online fundraiser in February called Share the Love. Mm-hmm. So if you can like us, follow us, and just share it, that helps. The idea is most everybody can give $28, a dollar mm-hmm. a day to help this foundation. And so share the love strictly online. There's no, you don't have to do anything, but click the donate button. If you go to our website, you can just find share the love and donate right there. Mm -hmm. And then we have two other programs. I really want to talk about because we have a ball. Okay. One is called the low country boil. And that is an actual low country boil and auction. It happens in the fall. We had our most successful year ever this year. And we had some great sponsors. We had returning sponsors, Zag equipment sales, and ECG Consulting, but we also had a new uh, contributor, Gentry Law Firm. I mm-hmm. happened to go to school with Bill Gentry, and he just won Best Cobb, if you happen to know Bill. Mm-hmm. He's a great guy. So that's a fun thing. And then we have Day at the Braves, and they've done this for years. It wasn't my idea. I don't want to you know, uh, take anything away from the people who plan this. Mm-hmm. But instead of 200 tickets, we had 400 this year. We oh, sold wow. every single one. People had a ball. Mm-hmm. One of um, Father uh, Brian Henson in Macon picked the date and happened to be the last home game. Oh, wow. Well, that's, that was fortuitous. Oh, oh, it was just great. It could not have been better. But our sponsors, um, Hauser Walker Architecture and South State Bank, they've supported us before and were great. We had a new one this year, Sheer Structural. So if you're looking for something for your employees to have a ball – I'm getting ready to order seats. I'm going big this year, and we'd love to have you bring your employees out. You get a great T-shirt. These are wonderful T-shirts. I brought you one. Oh, thank you. That's and awesome. the tickets are cheap. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what they're going to be this year. I'll tell you, last year they were $39, and they were great seats. Oh, boy. People had a ball. Yeah. So it's for us, it's not just the money we raise. It's the it's the knowledge of who Pat Shine is and how mm-hmm. you can really just buy a ticket and really help us out. Yeah. It's PR. Right, right. And then you've got evangelists that help spread the word, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That- so another way to help is if you have a group that would like to have a speaker. Mm-hmm. I'm not a trained speaker, but I'm pretty passionate. And um, I got a great media guy, who Kyle Harshey, who does a great presentation for me. I presented uh-huh. to Georgia Power Volunteer, and that was that went great. Got an absolute fabulous uh, volunteer out of it. Uh-huh. So if you've got somebody you want to just talk about mentoring, maybe rah-rah your troops for your company, I'm happy to come and tell you about what you can do for your employees or whatever your group is by assigning them a mentor. Yeah, that's just wonderful. Um, uh, and folks, I have to tell you, um, so I'm, I'm, uh, I know a whole lot about this organization. I happen to be an Episcopal deacon. Um, and you talked about the uh, background of the founding of the organization. So I've been involved in this organization over time, both as a financial supporter and doing some hands and feet work here and there. And um, I strongly encourage you, if you care about kids, and that's something you're passionate about, um, get in touch with Marie. We're going to give you the directions here in a second, but you won't regret doing that. Um, uh, it, it's It's a terrific organization and um 
shout out to Leslie and Drake, the founder who, who, um, uh, got this going years ago. And, uh, now look what's happened with, um, Marie's stewardship of the organization. It, it's just a great organization and I can't, uh, recommend it highly enough. So there you go, Marie, you need to give everyone how to find you now, right? Okay. Well, I would love to chat with you. My phone number is 404-327-2554. It's on the website, pathtoshine.org. You can also email me, marie at Mm pathtoshine.org. Happy to talk with you, but please, please, one really big thing we need is if you can help us on social media. It's powerful and we need followers. We need likes. So pathtoshine.org, we're on Facebook, Twitter, and uh, Instagram, and of course, LinkedIn. There you go. Marie Davis, Executive Director of Path to Shine, you're doing great work, and we're delighted to, pardon the pun, shine the light on what you're doing. And thank you, John, and Business Radio X for having us today. It was a delight. uh, uh, The pleasure's mine, sincerely. So thank you so much. Hey, folks, just a quick uh, reminder, if you've got some administrative tasks in your business, maybe your bookkeeping is driving you nuts, um, that Nike shoebox of receipts just not working out real well. Well, I've got a suggestion for you that will free you up from those problems and enable you to spend time where your business needs you. Uh, Go to officeangels.us or call SES Cabido. She's the chief executive angel at Office Angels. Um, You can reach her at 770-442-9246. And here's what Essie will do is listen to your problem, and she will connect you with an angel who will fly in and get that work done and fly out. And they do it on an ongoing or as-needed basis, and they're terrific. And I know this myself because I use their services. So if you're looking for a difference in your business in 2023, it could be Office Angels. So go go to officeangels.us or give Essie a call and you'll be glad you did. Tell her I sent you, by the way. And uh, again, uh, listeners, we are grateful beyond, uh, beyond what I can tell you for your support, for helping us reach 600 episodes in North Fulton Business Radio. We've only done that because of the uh, Again, your support, and uh, please continue to do what you've always done, which is uh, share the show. And if and uh, you have found something here, and I can't imagine you haven't, that makes you think, hey, I know somebody needs to hear the Path to Shine story. Uh, please share the show or any of the other uh, 599 shows we've done. Um, you've helped us uh, shine the light on business and community leaders in this area. And that's our mission. And we thank you for your support of that mission. So for Marie Davis, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.